My name is Anna Hutchinson, and you're listening to For Change Be Bold. Let's chat, let's laugh, because it's your time to start choosing you. Hello, guys. Welcome to For Change Be Bold podcast. I have my cup of tea in hand, and I am ready to kickstart this beautiful Friday. Are you guys ready? Before we get into this week's episode, it's April. Hey! So, you know, on Wednesday was the first day of April, April Fool's Day. I hope you none of you got fooled on that day. And I know many of us were looking forward to getting out of the house, but now we have to wait until May. Oh, such a bummer, right? But it's for our own protection. So I don't mind staying at home and I hope you guys are keeping that social distancing and you're protecting yourself and you're also saying thank you to all our first responders. So did you know that there are some incredible, like when I say incredible, I mean amazing people in this world people who care to offer their support and help during these time and today's good news story is about this amazing person this person no one know who it is because it's an anonymous person who is contributing to her community by leaving hundreds of bags of lunches for anyone to take. If that's not incredible, I don't know what is incredible because during this time when there are so many people out of jobs, so many people in need, that's just an amazing gesture to say, hey, we're in this together, we're going to stick together, we're gonna stand together, we're gonna fight together, and we're going to get through this together. So. If you know anyone at this moment who is doing something incredible in their community and you want to shout them out on this podcast, then definitely send me a text message at 702-518-9387. And that's 702-518-9387. I want to shout them out and I want to say thank you for all that you're doing in our community. So let's jump into this week episode. And it's all about strategies and tips as you work from home. So many of us had a transition from, you know, waking up super early in the morning, getting into our car and driving into our office. Now our office is at home. And it's new territory for many of us. For some of us, it's a regular day because we've been doing this for far too long. So we have no issue with getting out of bed and getting into our office or getting into our work area because we're used to it. But for those who are just jumping into this cycle or this new period, and you're trying to figure out how do I make the day productive? How do I get on task and keep focus while having my kids at home and while also being the teacher to these wonderful, amazing kids. Yes, so I just wanna share some strategies and tips that can help you to work from home. For the first strategy that I wanna talk about is to get started early. 
yeah, we're at home right now, so why do I need to wake up that early? Hey, I'm not going into the office. The boss doesn't know. Um, I can clock in and say I was working. You know, I can do all of that, and they wouldn't know. That is, in fact, true. Ain't gonna lie about that. Many of us have had that thought. Like, hey, I could just clock in and lie right back in bed. But then you're cheating yourself off having a productive day by doing that. And waking up early, sticking to your routine is the perfect way to keep your mind focused on your job. So one thing I will tell you to do is continue on that routine. That routine that you had all this time. When you woke up early, you might have had your daily devotions or you might have had like a meditation in the morning. Continue with that. Do your makeup if you want to or no makeup. I mean, if you are someone who's going to constantly be on, you know, maybe a webinar or video conference with, you know, different um, business people then or clients, then definitely get dressed and do your makeup. Yeah. It makes you feel right in, you know, like you're going into the office. The second tip, and as I said, going into the office, is to pretend like you're going into the office. Yes, we want you to get dressed because when you get out of bed, get out of that um, sleepwear and you're feeling, uh, yes, I can get through this day, it's a motivational, it's a factor for you to get that work done when you're dressed. Um, the thing about it, when you're not dressed, you're not that confident and you're not that productive. And that's what I'll find like many times when I wake up and hit the computer right away or start doing work and I haven't taken a shower and I haven't gotten dressed, it's the worst day for me. And I know many of us who have done that before know it's not the best. So the best way for us is to get dressed. A mental association you make between work and an office can make you more productive and there's no reason that feeling should be lost when you're telecommunicating. So you want to keep that mental association of, hey, I'm still at work, I'm still on the clock, I'm still doing my job. And you don't want to lose that focus at all. The third one is to structure your day like you would do any other day. Structure your day like you are going into the office. So keep that to-do list, guys. Keep it. You need it now more than ever. You need a structure. You need to know what you're going to do at certain times throughout the day. Keep you. It keeps you on track. It keeps you pushing and going as you keep going through the day. Choose a dedicated workspace. And this is important because lying in bed with a computer, no. Mm-mm. No, no, no. No, it's not the best. I mean, yes, some of us can pull it off, but for how long? Before you're like, mm, I'm going to just take a nap. Or you're like, huh, I'm feeling tired. When you get up, sit around a computer, sit around a table, you're more productive, you're more on task, and you're not so slumped over or tired or feeling lazy. When you sit in bed, it's too comfortable. You need to get out of that comfort zone and get into a space where you're not that comfortable. So definitely choose an area that help you maintain focus and not be distracted.
we talk about, you know, we're going to talk about boundaries today. So we're going to talk more about how we can set those boundaries later on um, in this episode. All right. So the, the next thing is make it harder for yourself to mess around on social media. And listen, I am not going to say this is easy because it's hard. It is hard because your phone is here. You're you're at home. No one is looking at you. No one is like, oh, she's on her phone. No. And so you have to practice time management and also have to practice being on task. That's important. But it's very hard. I'm not going to tell you it's easy. But here are my tips on how I have tried to control myself from checking my social medias very often. And I say social media is because I do have more than one. <laughs> so here's what I have done. So you remember earlier when I said the first tip that I'm going to share is to get started early? Well, here's it. When you get started early, you can set uh, 20, 30 minutes out of that, you know, however long you, you want to wake up early just to... You know, have time for yourself. So what I have done is 20 minutes, I will take it, check my social media, maybe post on my social media, maybe check my messages and answer those messages. And that's it. That's what I've done. And it has helped. And so then I'm not so worried about whether or not I haven't responded to someone. And especially if you work from home, you know, sometimes we do business on our social media accounts so you're not like oh am I not checking this person am I not responding to this person so that's one thing I do here's another way you can also check your social media and not feel guilty while you take that snack break you can also check your social media while you take that lunch break you can also check your social media so those are some ways that you can check your social media and not be overly you know, um, messing around on there and not doing your work and you're you're off task. The other thing I want to talk about is to plan out what you're going to do ahead of time. I do this the night before because I find that it's very helpful. Um, Sometimes I mentally plan what I'm going to do and and on other occasions I'll write out in my phone exactly what I'm going to do. You can do it mentally or you can write it out. I mean, a lot of people, they like to write things out because it's like more concrete and you're like, hey, this is, you know, sometimes when you mark things off, you feel more like, hey, I'm accomplishing this. Mentally, you know exactly, all right, I am going to answer that email. I am going to call that client to follow up. I am going to email this person, you know, stuff like that. So you can have a list of things that you're going to do. But here's something I want to share with you guys. Start with the hardest thing first. So on your to-do list, when you create that to-do list, and when you mentally, you know, think about what you're going to do the next day, start with the hardest thing. And if you hear it from me for the first time, or if you've heard it before from anyone else, listen, take our word for it. Start with the hardest thing on your to-do list. I'm telling you, for me personally, it is so easy for me to wake up in the morning and I'm super alert and I'm ready to go. I'm, I'm agile at that time. I'm energetic at that time. I'm like pumped at that time. In the afternoon, not so much because I'm like, oh, 
I'm tired. I don't want to do this anymore. So when you're pumped and you're ready for the day, do the hardest work to start with. And then leave the easy work that you can knock out in like 10, 5, 20 minutes for the afternoon. Because that's when you're like more tired. You're more like, no, I want to take a nap. And then you can get that done quick and be done with. When you leave it for the afternoon, you're not that focused anymore. Now you're more like, ooh, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, I'm tired. And you're not going to get the work done that you need to get done. So start with the hardest first and then move your way up to the easiest part. All right, so now you're working from home, but you're also working from home with your kids. And now you have to be the teacher to your kids. How do you even do that? How do you structure your day so that everyone is on task and you're doing exactly what they need to do? So as I talked about what you need to do when you're working from home. So what is it that your kids need to do so that they can stay focused and do their assignments at home? Here is it. The same structure that you started with, continue it with your kids. Hey, get them up early. Hey. It's like they're going to school. They are actually going to school, but at home. The second thing, get them dressed. Get them dressed like they're going to school. Yep. Create a structure for your children. They are already used to structure. They are used to going through the first period, maybe for 45 minutes, second period for 45 minutes. Keep that structure going. Your kids love structure. When you take that structure away from them, that's when it becomes harder. So continue, continue, continue that structure. The fourth, create an incentive program for your children. Hey, who doesn't love an incentive program? Kids do. And you know what? Even though it's kind of like a bribe to, hey, get that work done, but at the same time, hey, they're doing it. So, I mean, hey, do it if you can. Do it if it helps you. Do it if it makes everything work. Um, so yes, create an incentive programs for your kids so that, you know, at, at the end of the day, you could say, hey, you guys can do this or do that. And it all depends on what you want that structure to be. Maybe if they get all their assignments done on time, then you could say, I'm going to give you a dollar. I don't know. <laughs> give them some candy. I mean, for the older kids find something more pleasable or I should say more you know suitable for them um the fourth I mean the fifth actually is to support them and the reason why I'm saying this is because they are new to this just like you are new to it just like you're trying to figure your um figure out how to navigate this new life and this new norm they are trying to figure it out and navigate it too so don't show them you're frustrated no, because guess what? Kids feed off our energy. Like when we're frustrated, they're frustrated. When we're mad, they're mad. So let, let's not get that frustrated. Here's a tip. There's an assignment. There's a math question. Hey, <laughs> you know that you don't know how to explain to your children. I would suggest that you tell them, hey, honey, hey, Sam, hey, Pat, hey, Kim, hey, you know, whatever your kid name is, I'm going to go email your teacher right now so we can get more clarity on how to complete this assignment because the more you get frustrated then they are going to get frustrated 
if you do that in a calm and relaxing way, then they're going to say, oh, nice, we can get this done tomorrow. So keep that. So how do you set up boundaries? Because we need to set boundaries while you're at home so that you can get your work done and so your kids can get their work done. The first boundary that you need to set up is to remind yourself that you're still on the clock. Yep. So don't just say, hey, guys, to your family members or to your friends. You can come over. I'm good. We can just chill while I'm doing work. Nope. No, no, no. Boundaries are needed. You're still on the clock. This is not social time. This is not come hang time. This is actually I'm working. The second is your job is important. You got to remind yourself that your job is important. You got to remind your family that your job is important. You got to remind them that if, hey, if I don't do this job correctly, I might not have a job. The third, your family need to respect your work environment. So if you have section off like a particular area in your um Maybe your bedroom or maybe in your living room area. Let them know, hey, this is quiet time. This right here is work. When you need me, I will be there, but give me this space. And it's the same for your children. Let them know, not because you guys are at home. It's not time for you to, you know, waste time. It's time for you guys to work. You will get break to do that. You will get time to do that. The fourth is your boss or client can call at any time. And you have to remember that. You also have to remember while you're on the clock, you have to do your job. And the reason why I'm saying this is because over the weekend, I called a particular company to get some information. And the person who was working from home did not do the job. Hey, um, I mean, like, if you're working from home, just do the work. Hey, it's your job. But the person was actually trying to make so much excuses as to why they couldn't assist me because they didn't want to do it. So I actually hanged up, called the same company, got through to another person, and that person actually came true. So, listen, do your job while you're at home. The fifth thing that I want to leave with you guys is you need to be ready to assist anyone, others. Anyone can call you for support, for help, and you need to be ready to assist them. Don't say, hey, I'm not at my desk, or hey, I am actually out right now. Can you, you know, nope, it's your job. Take it. And remind yourself, like, even though I'm at home, I need to be doing this properly. So I hope that these tips helped you in some way or the other. And you can use it as you're at home and you're working. Um, also, remember, today is day five of Let's Share the Love I mean, day four, not day five, day four of Let's Share the Love. And today is all about sharing something that you have learned during this quarantine. So anything, if you learned how to redecorate, if you learned how to draw, 
if you learned how to paint to share it tag me on um instagram at 14 people podcast and let me know what you've been up to during this quarantine i hope that you guys have a wonderful friday and join me next week for another episode here on for change people bye guys Thank you for joining me on this week's episode of For Change Be Bold. You can keep the conversation going by following me on any of my Instagram page at For Change Be Bold Podcast or at For Change Be Bold. Until next week, have a beautiful Friday.